Hey guys, how's it going? <clears throat> a little late in the day today for me to get back to you all, and I do apologize for that, but it's been a crazy Friday. Uh, thank God it's halfway over here for me. Can't wait to, to get home and enjoy this weekend. That way I can get back to it and hit it hard on Monday. Just kidding, said no one ever, because no one wants to do anything on Mondays. Um, but, um, yeah, just... Um, just just wanted to touch base with you guys um real quick saw this thing a little while ago i actually shared this um oh i shared it on my facebook not my twitter damn it okay maybe i'll i'll try to figure out a way maybe i can share it on my twitter or something i think it was man i'm gonna say that it's Lashawn mccoy but as i'm saying that i'm thinking that it wasn't Lashawn mccoy that said this but we're talking about, of course, you know, everybody's because the Colin Kaepernick situation just keeps taking off. It just keeps it keeps building, even though he's turning down backup quarterback deals and he's turning down nine hundred thousand dollars. He's, you know, and all this stuff, um, even though he's turning these deals away, people are still rallying behind him, saying that the NFL is racist and that's why they won't hire him. And uh, which I believe is horseshit. I, I refuse to believe that that's why nobody will hire him. I refuse to believe that. I mean, I think it 100% has everything to do with him not being very good. And I talked about this on, I think it was the Monday After Lunch episode that I, that I brought that up. Um, but... I can't remember who it was. I think it's LaShawn McCoy. I'll find it and I'll share it. I'll put it on my Twitter so we can see what it is. But basically this guy, they asked his opinion of it. This guy that plays for the Bills. And he says that he that it's it's that he he believes that Colin Kaepernick not getting not having a spot, not having a starting job doesn't have anything to do with his antics. Relatively, I guess I, I guess that's kind of wrong. He, he thinks that it has everything to do with him not being a good player, which is exactly what I think. And you know, people are jumping all over this now. Hashtag I'm with Cap and all this stuff. Like people blaming like the NFL. It's the NFL's fault. He's not getting a job. They're, everybody's rallying against him to to keep Colin Kaepernick down. Like, dude, get okay, get out of here. First of all, okay, hang on. Last time. I tried to be a little bit better, but I'm, but the, it's getting ridiculous now. So first of all, here's the thing. If Colin Kaepernick never snaps another ball in his life, if he has, if he has half a brain, if he has watched his money, he'll never have to work a day in his life. Yeah, maybe he can't go balling out of control because he's got million dollar salaries every single year. Yeah, maybe he can't live that lifestyle, but he'll never have to work a day in his life. After how he has performed in the NFL, the games, the bonuses that he's seen for getting to the Super Bowl, for making it to the NFC Championship game, for winning playoff games, just his salary alone, the fact that he got bumped up to a starting job, all of that, he will never have to work again in his life if he has had half a brain and watched his money, okay? So let's just say he has bad enough luck because he's not he's not a good enough player to cut it in the NFL and people are finally realizing that. Let's just say that that's what ends up happening to him, okay? Big deal. 
He's not hurting for anything. And Colin Kaepernick doesn't even stand for anything. He doesn't stand for anything. Because all he is right now is he's, he's playing the martyr. That's all this is. Okay? It would be different if he took his knee in San Francisco and a bunch of people came out and openly and openly said in the league not not in not in just regular everyday america but in the league if people came out and said yeah well we we don't want him he's a, he's a black guy he's taking a knee he's half black sorry he's taking a knee um yeah we we can't have that so yeah get get rid of him and they fired him and they cut him from the team but that didn't happen he took a knee he played like shit so he didn't start and now he doesn't have a job because the 49ers didn't want him because he couldn't produce and he's still taking a knee. And then after he gets cut, all of a sudden people think he can't get a job because he's a black guy that tried to take a stand. Okay, no, false, not 100% not true. Because how many people are there in the league right now? that are that that were taking knees still have their jobs this year marshawn lynch still has his ha, no matter of fact marshawn lynch did it retired and then still got a job he retired on taking a knee and got a job back with the raiders get give me a break colin colin kaepernick should have lost all credibility in this issue as soon as it came out that he was turning offers down as soon as that came out, that he rejected a $900,000 offer to be a backup quarterback, they should have dropped the ball on this. This should have been over with because he turned himself into a martyr. He doesn't stand for anything anymore. All he stands for is keeping his name out there in the ether so that he can just not necessarily rise to popularity because he's already out there, he's already popular, but so that he can... Uh, maintain that status. That's all that that's all that this is now. That's all that this is. Doesn't have anything to do with anything else. If he actually stood for something, if he actually stood for something, he would have taken that job in the NFL and then used his status as an NFL player to maintain what he's saying and talking about inequality in America and the struggle in America that he sees for African American people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, for black people if, if if that was really what he was about then he would do that he would continue to do whatever he could to use that stage but that's not what he's about that's not what he's about okay he thinks that he's good enough to get paid so he's gonna turn he's gonna refuse deals even when he has not shown anything to make anybody believe that he's worth the money. And then he's got the balls to be able to still complain and say, they're not taking me because I'm black and I took a knee. When that couldn't be further removed from the truth. That couldn't be, have anything to do with what it actually was. You know? Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm different than every single person. All 32 NFL teams. I guess I'm different from every single owner and every single coach that has a voice in this league. Okay, look at the, look, look at this for a second. Let, let's watch this for a second. LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt, okay? Has been nothing but trouble since he was in college. 
has had nothing but problems since he played at Oregon. After that game with Boise State, he punched that dude and knocked him out in a field, Got a, has been arrested, I want to say multiple times, but I know for a fact at least once because he got Le'Veon Bell in trouble doing it for possession of a controlled substance while they were in the vehicle. Mind you, it was only weed, and I don't believe that weed should be legal, but still, it was, and he got busted for it, and the league says it's a banned substance anyway. So, again, anyway, my point is, we got somebody who has shown nothing but unreputable behavior since he has been in the league. Since he's been a household name, he's done nothing but show that he's not a somebody that you want to be a role model, okay? But you know what? He's kept his job, he's kept a job, I should say, in the NFL as a starting running back because he's proven that he can be good enough to do it, okay? He's proven that he has the skill to do it. He left the Pittsburgh Steelers game early. He left the game early because Mike Tomlin wouldn't play him over Le'Veon, or no, sorry, over D'Angelo Williams. So the Steelers cut him and left his ass in Tennessee. And two weeks later, he had a job with the Patriots. Regardless of how he acted on the field, regardless of how he acted off the field, because he could perform the Patriots picked him up. Bill Belichick picked him up and decided that they needed to do it, regardless of anything that he did. So you don't think for a second if anybody had any kind of an idea that Colin Kaepernick could throw the ball and win them games, they would, they would hire him? Of course they would, but he can't do it. Like I said, his talent left with Jim Harbaugh. When Jim Harbaugh went to Michigan, Colin Kaepernick's talent left with him. And I just don't think there's any way around ignoring that. Anything else that you can say around that is just all BS. It was different when he still had his job. When he was with the 49ers and he was taking his name, it was different. Did I believe in it? And eh, no, but I, that's because I don't necessarily say, share the same viewpoint that he does about that. I'm not going to argue anything with him because he feels the way he feels and he's got a right to feel that way. But at the same time, it was different then. He had a job. He had a platform. And he was using it well. He was getting his voice out there. He was donating. He was putting money back into the community. He was trying to make a difference. Colin Kaepernick is not trying to make a difference with anything anymore. All he's doing is putting a new spin on the same spiel that says, I took a stand so now the NFL doesn't want me. No, the NFL doesn't want you because you can't win a game. There's nobody willing to put their neck on the line and say, we need to hire this guy who hasn't performed in two or three years just because I've got a hunch. Because nobody's running that system. Nobody is running that system. Colin Kaepernick is a system QB for a league that does not have his system because it left with Jim Harbaugh. Why do you think the 49ers were so successful and Jim Harbaugh was so successful? They were so successful in the NFC because nobody played and coached the way that he did. Nobody did it the way he did. Back-to-back -back NFC championship games, a Super Bowl run where he lost against his brother and a really good Ravens team. Nobody was doing what he was doing and it made Colin Kaepernick look great. Why do you think he was a nobody until, until he got there? He sat behind Alex Smith. Alex Smith gets hurt wrong and wrongly traded, and all of a sudden Colin Kaepernick's a household name? 
Come on now. Come on now, man. This we're this isn't we're not talking about, you know, granted Tom Brady is also a system quarterback who happens to fit in very well with what Bill Belichick tries to build around because Bill Belichick does build that team around Tom Brady. But still, Tom Brady is still a system quarterback. He's better than Colin Kaepernick, but he's still a system quarterback. Okay? So, to act like he couldn't fit in somewhere else, that's BS. Colin Kaepernick can't fit in anywhere else because nobody runs that system. Nobody's doing that. Dual threat QBs do not survive in the NFL. We've seen it time and time again. Michael Vick was an athlete. He was, he was a freak. Michael Vick was a freak. That's, far, that's few and far between that quarterbacks can do that. They just no people can't do what he does. That's why there's only one Michael Vick. Dual threat quarterbacks don't work. That's why RG3 gets folded every single time he tries to run the ball. He tries to scramble. Because he, you, you can do that in college when the competition is smaller and slower. But in football, in pro football, when the linebackers are 300 pounds and they're just as fast as you, when you get hit by those guys, you don't get back up. Haloti Nada folded RG3's knee over his shoulder sideways. He bent his knee in a way it, sh it shouldn't have moved. That shit does not happen to pocket quarterbacks. And that is why pocket quarterbacks are successful. Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job because he's not good enough. Simple as that. Sorry, he doesn't have a starting job because he's not good enough. He could have had a backup job, but he turned it down and is playing the martyr now. I'm not with Kaepernick. I'm not with Kaepernick. He's not worth the time. He's not worth the money. Anybody that puts a paycheck on him is risking, their, is risking that check. And any player you take a risk on paying for him. But Colin Kaepernick is more of a risk because now he stands for something that's non-existent. Again, since he's trying to be the martyr now. That's all that it is. That's all that it is. It was different when he had a team. Now that he doesn't have a team, he's trying to use it to an advantage, and it's wrong. He's not standing for a real cause anymore. Maybe he's, he's trying to by using that same mask, but he's, he's, adding, he's adding unnecessary stuff to it. He's, he's adding his blackness to the situation when it's not relevant. Again, because he's the one turning deals down. People are offering him money. Colin Kaepernick's the one that's not taking it. All right, sorry about that. May have got a little carried away with that, I can admit. That's my fault. But, I mean, seriously, I just... It's hard to not get passionate about something that's so obscenely stupid. I mean, it's, just, it's so egregious. It really is. I mean... And, I, and it blows my mind that, that so many people don't see this and they really think that that's a real thing. So many people really believe that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job because he's black or because he took a knee. And it's like, it's that the ostrich, the ostrich head in the sand, ostrich 
ostrich in the sand argument, something like that, something about an ostrich in an argument, where it's it basically it basically is like you're taking the one outlier as a defense for your argument and choosing to ignore ev all the other facts about it. That's what everybody's doing. We're choosing to believe that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job because he's black and took a knee, regardless of the fact that there are so many other players in the league who got traded, changed teams, got picked up in training camps, got picked up off of waivers, blah, 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 who are taking a knee and who are also black. And there's white guys that are taking knees now in a show of solidarity for other black guys that are taking a knee. How come they have their jobs? How come they've got their jobs? No Kaepernick, no NFL? Get the fuck out of here. It's not going to happen. The NFL will do fine without Colin Kaepernick. They will do fine without Colin Kaepernick. Trust me. Football is America's new pastime, okay? Not baseball. Football is America's new pastime. As of now, it is. People are always going to watch football. That's just the way that it is. And... So, to, to believe that this is anything but nonsense, I think is just nonsense. Personally. Personally, that's how I feel about it. I don't know. I could be wrong. Probably wrong. Could be wrong. I don't know. Not probably wrong. I could be wrong. Because I don't think I'm wrong. I think that's... I think... Seriously, if you're thinking about it logically, if you're really... If you're weighing all the examples that we have in the NFL right now, how could it be anything but that? Colin Kaepernick was the first person to do it, and, and I'll give him that, and I grant him that. And he again, he's using his platform to take a stance. He was making a difference in, in his community by donating money, blah, 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 blah. He was, he was doing something, and he was backing it up, and I can respect that. But right now, he's not standing for anything. He's not using a platform for anything, because he, if he was, he would have took the money, which is more than most people will ever see in their life, and they feel exactly the same way that Colin Kaepernick does. But no, he chose not to do that so that he can put a different spin on it and act like it's now it's not, it's not black people that are being oppressed. I'm the one that's being oppressed because I said something. When that's just simply not true. It's simply not true. It will be different. It will be different if he was... <clears throat> excuse me. It will be different if he was somebody like... Uh, you know, Tyrod Taylor, somebody who's out there winning games for his team. Or it would be different if he was Marshawn Lynch. Again, somebody out there winning games for his team. If all of a sudden he couldn't get a job. If, if Beast Mode in his prime, which is right now, if Beast Mode can't get a job because he's taking a knee, okay, maybe there's a problem. But the Raiders scooped him up in a heartbeat without even a second thought about it. They asked Jack Del Rio about him taking a knee. Jack Del Rio says he doesn't even care. It doesn't bother him. And I have no reason to not believe, believe that because it only makes sense. Because why would it matter? It's his, it's his opinion. Big deal. As long as he goes out there and scores touchdowns, that's all that matters. That's it. It's all that matters. So, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a weird time right now. You know, you choose to believe whatever you want. Obviously, you can. It's just my opinion on it. But I just, I choose to look at every example that the league offers right now to, to, to base my claim on. And all the evidence that's out there right now leads me to believe Colin Kaepernick can't, can't win games. And so he's not worth it. 
doesn't have anything to do with him being a black guy that took a knee because he's got a right to do it. But it's his duty if you're paying him a million dollars a season to go out there and win. And if you can't perform, then you're not going to pay him. That's just logic. Nobody wastes money. Or sorry, I mean, tons of people waste money, but nobody wants to waste money. Nobody chooses to. And that's the NFL trying to choose not to, or teams trying to choose not to. Because he hasn't shown anything recently. He hasn't shown anything in recent years that leads anybody to believe that he's, he's worth putting their, putting their money down on. And I can't blame him because he hasn't showed me anything. Not recently. Not, not until after all those 49ers bandwagon fans went away. So, you know, whatever. Um... Let's see, I guess in other news, you know, not a whole lot going on right now. I saw that the, um, I saw there was a thing the other day to go, to go back on the fight, or I think actually it was today, Floyd Mayweather was talking about how him and Polly Malinaji are, are friends, or are good friends, and they're, you know, they're talking strategy and stuff like that, which is a, a good move by Mayweather, because Polly Malinaji is the only guy who's boxed Mayweather recently. And so he can give him some valuable information on what to do to prepare. That's going to be key stuff. Especially since I talked about yesterday that we haven't really seen anything about Floyd Mayweather getting ready for this fight. You know, as far as practice or sparring and stuff. You know, obviously he's physically conditioned and capable. But, you know, as, you know being mentally ready and stuff like that, we haven't really seen anything like that. And so... Him getting Pauly Malinaji's input, that's a smart move. That's a good idea. That definitely shakes things up a little bit. If it's true, if it's actually happened. I didn't read it from anywhere major. Um, so, you know, whatever. That doesn't doesn't necessarily mean anything. So um, I would just be it it would just be a smart move if he actually does do that. Because he could use anybody could use all the help they can get. Again, you know, I've always said acting like Mayweather's just going to walk away with it. That's, you know, pretty ridiculous to say that. I'm not saying that Connor's going to run away with it either, by any means. You know, I don't think either one of them will. I don't think it's going to be an easy fight for anybody. But, so anybody needs any help that they can get to, to get the best advantage. That's just, that's, you know, smart. That's smart training, smart boxing. That's, that's just being smart. So, I mean, it's totally what I would do. I would try to talk to anybody that I could. I mean, if I was Conor McGregor, I'd be trying to get with everybody that's fought Floyd that doesn't like him. If there's, you know, very many people out there that are like that. I'm not really sure. I haven't paid too, a whole lot of attention to Floyd's opponents aside from Manny. But, you know, it, it'll be pretty good. You know, we're, we're like, we're less than, no, we're a little under 24 hours away. I think that the fight will happen. I think it's like 11:30 Eastern is when they're expecting it to come up, and I don't know. I still don't even know if I'm going to watch it or not. To be honest with you, like maybe I'll catch it online, maybe, but I'm certainly not paying for it. So, you know, whatever. But I don't know. It should be a wild one. It should be a good event. I'm glad that the it, the time has finally come, though. I'm tired of waiting on it. Just because the only bad thing is because I was getting ready to say is like, oh gosh, I'm so glad it'll be over soon. You know, because it's all the media talks about and all these ridiculous opinions about it. Uh, but the only bad thing is, is that when it's over, 
it's all people are still going to be talking about. Because if Conor McGregor wins, it'll rock the boxing world to its core. Because it'll prove that you don't have to be a pure boxer to beat the best boxers. All you got to do is be a, a good fighter and prepare. And if Mayweather wins, it'll just be all the people talking shit about Mayweather being the best boxer ever. Which, if he finishes 50-0, and 0, he'll be better than... He'll have a better record than Rocky Marciano. And that'll make him, I would say, the best fighter ever. At least, I, w- I would... I guess I would venture to say that. I still don't think that he is. I still would think there's people that are better than him that could crush him. But, you know, whatever. We'll never know. Two different eras. So, I don't know. Either way, I'll be glad for it to be over. Football season's right around the corner, sports fans. It's almost here. Not this weekend, but next weekend. Week one. Oh, gosh. I'm so, so excited. I can't wait. And then, you know, November, two more months, November, basketball season starts. At least college basketball. NFL starts on Halloween, but or uh, NBA starts on Halloween. So that's right around the corner, too, I guess. Oh, geez. Just because they're so good. I mean, they're so good, all of them. The story arcs are amazing. All of the different elements, how it, how how the Lord of the Rings represented World War II. I mean, oh, dude, so it's so awesome, so amazing, and the war and the history. You really need if you want to get the benefit, though. And I mean, dude, you are you are going to be in for a session if you try to do this. I mean, this is gonna this would take you if you if you could grind it out in an entire day, which I've done. If you could grind it out in an entire day. I mean, I would definitely applaud you, for sure. But um, sitting and watching them all back to back to back, whether it's the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit trilogy, uncut. Uncut, dude. The Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, uncut. Return of the King is four hours long, uncut. I mean, it's insane how long that movie is. Seriously, but there's so much added to it that you miss in the in the direct or not the director's cut, but in the theatrical version. I mean, you gotta watch the uncut version if you really if to to really get the grand scheme of things. There's so much more to absorb and to take in, and it's all, dude, it's so good. Seriously, so good. Now Shia LaBeouf did that that marathon of his movies where he watched them in most recent to the earliest film. Like, they should do that with The Hobbit and The Lord of, Lord of the Rings. Go through all of the, the Hobbit movies, you know, uh, all the Hobbit movies, like, boom, 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 uncut, or whatever, special edition, whatever you want to call it, and then go through The Lord of the Rings, boom, 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 uncut. That would take, like, two days to watch all of those, like, seriously. If The Return of the King is four hours, I think that the rest of the... I think when I did the when I did the math on it, it's like it's like ten hours long, like all all three movies, the Lord of the Rings trilogy uncut. Hang on, seven ten. I think it's eleven hours actually. I think it's close to eleven hours, I believe, but something like that, you know. I mean, it would take two days to do it, but it could totally be done. Man, I'd love to be a part of that too. If it, if I could get in on that, that'd be so sweet. But yeah. Um, okay, so what I was going to say about Harrison Ford, though. So, I firmly believe, and I believe there's perfect evidence for this, perfect evidence, um, 
that um, Harrison Ford, if he had not turned one roll down, in particular, one roll down, if he had not turned it down, Harrison Ford would be the greatest male actor of our, of our time, 100%. As far as biggest, I mean, Harrison Ford's already like the highest, one of the highest, I think he might be the highest grossing actor of all time. I think that that's the record that he holds, which is insane when you think of it, because it's like, oh, Harrison Ford, like it's not Sean Connery, it's not Morgan Freeman, it's not, you know, no, it's, <laughs> it's not, it's, uh, or like it's not Iron Man or something, I don't know, but no, it's uh, Harrison Ford. So, what was he in, what was the, dang it. The Jack Ryan. He did all the Jack. He did the Jack Ryan movies where he was like in the CIA and stuff like that back in the day. He's he's been he Air Force One. He was president. You know, like all these movies. The Fugitive. The Fugitive. Amazing movie. Was it The Fugitive? I think it was The Fugitive. Uh, no, I don't think it was The Fugitive. I think The Fugitive was Wesley Snipes and Tommy Lee Jones. Was it Wesley Snipes? Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. He did a movie similar to it, though. But, if Harrison... All these movies Harrison Ford did, Indiana Jones saved history. Uh, Star Wars and Blade Runner saved the future. So he saved the past and the future. So, so, for, so far. Um saved America as Jack Ryan and as Air Force One. If he took the role of Dr. Grant instead of Sam Neill in Jurassic Park, here's the four be the greatest male actor of all time. Just because they're so good. I mean, they're so good, all of them. The story arcs are amazing, all of the different elements, how it how how the Lord of the Rings represented World War II. I mean, oh dude, so it's so awesome, so amazing. And the war and the history. You really need if you want to get the benefit though, and I mean dude, you are you are gonna be in for a session if you try to do this. I mean this is gonna this would take you if you if you could grind it out in an entire day, which I've done, if you could grind it out in an entire day, I mean I would definitely applaud you. For sure, but um, sitting and watching them all back to back to back, whether it's the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit trilogy, uncut. Uncut? Dude, the Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, uncut. Return of the King is four hours long, uncut. I mean, it's insane how long that movie is, seriously. But there's so much added to it that you miss. In the in the direct or not the director's cut, but in the theatrical version, I mean you gotta watch the uncut version if you really if to to really get the grand scheme of things. There's so much more to absorb and to take in, and it's all, dude, it's so good, seriously, so good. Now Shia LaBeouf did that that marathon of his movies where he watched them in most recent to the earliest film. Like they should do that with The Hobbit and the Lord of Lord of the Rings. Go through all of the the Hobbit movies, you know, uh, all the Hobbit movies, like boom, 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 uncut or whatever, special edition, whatever you want to call it, and then go through the Lord of the Rings, boom, 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 uncut. That would take like two days to watch all of those, like seriously. 
if the return of the king is four hours, I think that the rest of the I think when I did the when I did the math on it, it's like it's like ten hours long. Like all all three movies. The Lord of the Rings trilogy uncut. Hang on. Seven ten. I think it's eleven hours actually. I think it's close to eleven hours, I believe. But something like that, you know? I mean, it would take two days to do it. But it could totally be done. Man, I'd love to be a part of that, too. If, it, if I could get in on that, that'd be so sweet. But, yeah. Um, okay, so what I was going to say about Harrison Ford, though. So, I firmly believe, and I believe there's perfect evidence for this. Perfect evidence. Um, that... Um, Harrison Ford, if he had not turned one roll down, in particular, one roll down, if he had not turned it down, Harrison Ford would be the greatest male actor of our, of our time, 100%. As far as biggest, I mean, Harrison Ford's already like the highest, one of the highest, I think he might be the highest grossing actor of all time. I think that that's the record that he holds, which is insane when you think of it, because it's like, oh, Harrison Ford, like it's not... Sean Connery, it's not Morgan Freeman, it's not, no, it's, it's not, it's, uh, or like, it's not Iron Man or something, I don't know, but no, it's, uh, Harrison Ford, so, what was he in, what was the, dang it, the, Jack Ryan, he did all the Jack, he did the Jack Ryan movies, where he was like in the CIA and stuff like that, back in the day, He's he's been he Air Force One. He was president, you know, like all these movies. The Fugitive, The Fugitive, amazing movie. Was it The Fugitive? I think it was The Fugitive. Uh, no, I don't think it was The Fugitive. I think The Fugitive was Wesley Snipes and Tommy Lee Jones. Was it Wesley Snipes? Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. He did a movie similar to it, though. But if Harrison... All these movies Harrison Ford did, Indiana Jones saved history. Uh, Star Wars and Blade Runner saved the future. So he saved the past and the future. So so far. So far. Um, saved America as Jack Ryan and as Air Force One. If he took the role of Dr. Grant instead of Sam Neill in Jurassic Park, here's the four be the greatest male actor of all time. Um, so definitely take a look into that. But um, yeah, like I said, if there's anything else you want to hear, definitely hit me up. I appreciate it. As always, guys, thanks for listening. And I'll catch you next time around. Um, so definitely take a look into that. But um yeah, like I said, if there's anything else you want to hear, definitely hit me up. I appreciate it. As always, guys, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time around.